this is where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. afternoon and good evening welcome to the latest episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host mr calvin wayne pennywell jr uh this episode is titled falling forward falling forward this came to mind because this is something that i've been wrestling with uh for um maybe a year uh, it was brought to my attention a missed conversation with my wife and at this point in our lives things are changing we plan on uh, making decisions that's obviously going to affect the rest of our lives. And there was a, a hint, a hint of fear in my concern. And that's something that I wanted to address. So I realized that like most of us, our biggest concern is failure and failing in the wrong way. There's a there's a good way to fail. And obviously there's a bad way to fail. A bad way to fail is to fail and don't learn from it. The good way, uh, the good version of that is the opposite. You fail to learn. You know, this didn't work, so let me try something else. B didn't work, so let me try C. You know? And one didn't work, so let me try two. I know it's as simple as that sounds. It can be a little complicated when we don't trust our abilities uh, but most importantly when we don't trust the overall situation so in my case and like many of us uh, there is a, a higher being that we submit to and in my case will be god um, i'm not down in anybody's religion or spiritual uh, place in life but i know as far as me as a christian i learning to trust god even more especially as I progress as a as a husband uh, because there are going to be moments where I am not going to see where I'm going but I know I have to go and knowing us we have to have a logical explanation before making a drastic choice especially if it involves other people so you can only imagine you can only imagine what a king or or a leader any leader has to undergo when making a choice for the better half for the for the for the betterment of everyone else so yeah making a decision on behalf of everyone else that's what I was trying to say so uh, this came to mind when I was thinking about uh, years ago I was I was going through this this little lesson that my sister signed me up for when I went to go see her as a swimming lesson I think it was a two to three day um, my sister, well, it was uh, lessons that lasted for about two days. And I, I kid you not, on the first day, I was in the uh, the shallow end uh, using a, a, a noodle to swim around. 
Uh, the instructor was teaching me how to kick my legs, how to, um, you know, breathe once my head comes above water. I still feel like I was doing it wrong. <laughs> I was holding my breath the entire time. I wasn't taking the time to breathe, which was very bad on my part. Um, but on the first day, I was in the four feet. On the second day, I was diving in the eight feet. Um, not by my own will. I will say that. <laughs> but I, one thing that I did admire about the instructor is that she allowed me to go as far as she knew I could. So if I got through phase one in her mind, you're like, you know what? You're ready for phase two because you you already completed phase one. And once I completed, like, say, phase seven, say like you're ready for phase eight because you've completed. And she never forced me into the water or forced me into the deep end. She said, you are advancing, so you are ready. So um, the last thing was the last lesson she told me. She said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to dive into the eight feet, come up and start swimming. And she said as simply as that. And I'm like, you, I heard everything. I didn't hear anything. All I heard was dive in eight feet. I am six feet, which means that there's going to be two feet of water above my head if my feet touch the ground at if that. So I'm like, man, I don't know. So but anyway, I had to trust her because in my mind, I think, hey, she's she's been instructing for almost 30 years. She knows what she's doing. So anyway, I remember standing at the edge of the pool. Uh, she told me I bent my body down in the position she told me to. I put my arms forward and I put my head down. And she said, you want to be in this position because when you hit the water, you don't want to hurt certain parts of your body. So I'm standing there and, and, and I couldn't jump in. I couldn't jump in. So I had to fall in because when I'm falling, I have no choice. There's nothing that's going to stop me. If anything, uh, gravity is going to help me. So I'm thinking the best that I can do is just fall. And that's what I did. I fell in. And just like clockwork, clockwork, I my body exploded up to the top and I was able to start, you know, wailing my arms and kicking my feet. I don't think I got as far as I should have, but I got over the biggest fear, which was jumping into the water. I have been in water since um, I was a little bit traumatized by that, by that experience because I wasn't expecting it. But I knew that at some point, metaphorically, I was going to be approached by an eight feet deep pool, no matter if it was at a work at the workplace, no matter if it was uh, dealing with a relationship with someone or just breaking a habit. There are going to be struggles in our life where we're going to be in the most uncomfortable situations and we're going to be afraid to try because we think we're going to fail. But if we fail, I'd rather fail at doing something that I want to do then fail at not trying it at all. And sometimes receiving a no is a good thing because it means that at least you know this isn't it. So falling forward. That's one thing that I do want to do more often is fall forward. I want to take the opportunity to give myself room to learn. Because that's basically what it is. When children start walking and they're wobbling and they're, 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 they're pampers, <laughs> um, their baby booties hit the floor and 
they're learning because eventually they're going to be able to stand up and walk further um well walk farther and it's going to be a very rewarding experience because you you know the child kept trying and soon enough the child's going to be running and you won't be able to catch up with them because uh, they're going to be so quick so that's one thing that i had to learn about myself was that i was so afraid of failing i think i think all of us can can uh attest to that is um nobody wants to do badly nobody wants to not only do badly but nobody wants to be told hey i told you so or you should try this when your heart is telling you something completely different another example that i like using is i'm not sure if you all remember the the movie the rescuers down under of course it came out with the rescuers like in the 80s with these two mice they're part of this organization that rescue oppressed kids um kids that are in danger in the first one it was this girl that was in the foster care that kept being moved around and she was being used to fetch diamonds out of a well because she was small enough um, so and she was small enough to fit in tight spaces so they used her and the mice bianca and uh what's her what's his name bernard bernard like the way she said it i can the woman that played the, the female mice the mouse i can see her in my head but i'm not sure who played the male uh but it was uh bianca and bernard uh, very nice um and at, at the beginning they were just uh partners but uh, bernard really liked bianca and i think bianca liked bernard but B bianca was waiting on bernard to make that first step um hence the idea of falling forward and he just i'm telling you 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 get upset with him as a character because you like do step up uh but eventually he did and the rescuer is down under um but in rescuers down under is this kid this kid in australia who who falls in uh, in love as far as as far as a, a friendship a neutral friendship between uh, a person and an animal this this bird was an endangered species uh species species sorry i keep saying species like feces is it species endangered species i think it's species wow adrian is gonna get on to me about this i don't know something about words i take some words for granted and i assume they suppose the sound i think uh, endangered species i think it's species yeah not species I think it's species. All right, I'm gonna go to species. So <laughs> I apologize. Uh, spending too a little bit too much time on that. Um, but it was a golden eagle, and I don't mean just any golden. This bird was so big; its wingspan was just wide. Anyway, he um, he would go flying with the bird sometimes, and he would he would go out and feed it. And then I think the bird had some eggs, which meant that the bird was about to have some children and uh this i think is a um a poacher a po was it a, a a poacher when someone um buys things and try to sell them on the black market let's see if i can 
a poacher. I think it's a poacher. Yeah, a poacher. Sorry. He was a poacher. And he wanted to have this bird for himself. I'm giving you a little bit too much information about the movie. Anyway, um, there was a scene in the movie where the kid is on the back of the bird. And the bird is like flying over this river. And eventually this the river falls off into a waterfall that's pretty steep. So the bird has the kid by his arms so that the kid can like ski across the water and the bird is going so fast that eventually he lets the kid go and the kid is steady skiing on the water and then he jumps off the edge of the waterfall but he closes his eyes because he trusts that the bird will catch him and it does the bird does catch him but at that moment you're like this is one of the most scariest things i've ever seen but the confidence that the young man had and his friend and his sort of protector was uh, very admirable and is very astounding and I think that's the one thing that a lot of us don't have and don't want to go back to is having the mindset of a child when you are a child you only focus on sleep eat and play that's all you want to do sleep eat and play because in your mind everything else is taken care of uh, your parents will make sure that you're able to have fun your parents will give you time to sleep and your parents will prepare your meals and as a child you know that there's nothing you have to be concerned of and that's one thing that we have failed to do as adults because we have been trained and to believe in we have to do everything everything now it doesn't mean we we don't go without trying we don't we don't go without effort but as a person it is difficult to remain a hundred percent all the time because if we were able to do that we wouldn't need God but God has made us human enough to say hey Ed, on your best day you're going to give me 80 and I promise you I will give you 20 I will make up for it I might even match you but I'm telling you you don't have to worry about the other half or the remaining or the difference because I am sure to make up for it and it's such a beautiful beautiful thing of grace and mercy Yo, what's up, people? I just wanted to go ahead and promote uh, this recent poem that I wrote titled Nightmare Before Halloween. It's reflecting upon this political climate that we find ourselves in. Um, it's a time of uncertainty. It's a time of fear. Uh, but it's also a time of, of praise. And the reason being is because we get to see God still be God despite us men making and women making decisions, thinking that they're the best for everyone. Uh, but make a decision based on what's great and best for you, your family. And that could also spill into the country that would benefit us all. But make a decision that best, best suits you. Um, hope you all have a wonderful time. Again, uh, this is a poem you can find on my Facebook page. It's actually linked to my blog titled Superman. 
check it out nightmare before halloween and now back to the episode when you are so caught up in the facts and the statistics and the probability and the possibility of things going wrong eventually they will because you have spoken those things into existence but my wife reminded me that well she reminded me yesterday that like imagine imagine how things could be imagine what could happen imagine the good things like say for instance when you're trying to figure out the answer to a problem a math problem imagine getting it right when you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay for your next bill imagine not only getting the money to pay the bill but imagine having some left over to do whatever it is that you want instead of focusing on not finding that one potential spouse focus on not only finally finding them but enjoying every minute and getting everything you ever wanted from this person tenfold imagine that imagine starting your family imagine starting your career and saying you know what i never saw this going this way specifically but i am so blessed that it's happening and that i am in not full control i am not fully in control because if i was this would have been ruined and as you all know when we get our hands into things and we try to fix it ourselves it is not pretty and it's not perfect but when we submit to the master builder when we submit to the lover of our souls the one person that knows us in and out more than our spouses more than our family members more than our friends more than we know ourselves we give him way to do exactly that which he wants and give us the desires of our heart and that's one thing I, I guess that's a misconception that we do have when it comes to submitting and falling forward is that we're afraid that our faces are going to land flat on the ground we're going to ask ourselves all right god when i when is the parachute going to kick in or when am i going to have my wings and just I want to fly. I don't want to fall. I want to fly. But if you think about it, in order for you to fly, when it comes to parachutes, you have to fall. When it whenever in order for you, when it comes to gliding, you have to jump off and catch the wind and go up. Um, that's just how it is. But in order to fly most of the time you do have to fall because that wind has to catch and sometimes just simply going forward doesn't give doesn't put you in the position for the wind to do what it does and a lot of times we don't put ourselves in the position to let God do what he does God could easily put us there but that would diminish the dependency and that's not what he wants he wants us to be dependent upon him and he also wants us to be aware of our capability based on what he placed us he placed inside of us if he if he has set us set you aside to complete a task it's like your boss coming to you and saying i want you to do this 
and you're looking at him like, how am I going to do this? If things were done correctly, your boss would ask you to do something you are capable of doing based off the responsibilities that he's given you or she and the skill set that you have. I don't believe that somebody would ask you to do something that you are not capable of doing. Even if you really, really think about it, I know a lot of people tell you, like, I would not ask you to do something I wouldn't do myself. But obviously, they are asking you to do it because you can. Because you can. Because you're a good worker. Because you're consistent. Because you're reliable. Because you're strong. And we are all strong enough to fall forward so that the wind can catch us. Better yet, we're all capable of falling forward so that God can catch us and carry us along. Um, I remember, I remember falling in love at a young age, so blindly, so innocently. But I was so sure. I was so sure about relationships that were falling apart that I was willing to put my time and energy into it. But there are moments where I'm so unsure of a God who never fails, who is always consistent, who is the same father in the Old and New Testament. I've had harder times falling into him than I did falling into people that were destined to let me down, destined to disappoint me. I remember being, and I've mentioned this before, I remember being in a relationship with a, with a, with a young girl who, who um, I knew a year before we broke up that we were not meant to be together. So that meant I wasted an entire year before actually breaking it off. But here I am, not having the 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 confidence to trust someone who has never failed me and i knew in relation to that i knew i had to change my mindset so falling forward is one of the scariest things we can do cuz we all fall forward into mad like mass decision making we fall forward when we decide to get married we fall forward when we decide to have kids we fall forward when we decide to to go to college overseas or even work overseas or even live overseas we fall forward when we sign up for the military we fall forward when we quit our jobs and pursue art full-time we fall forward when we fall in love It's, it's a risk that we're all willing to take. But we must take even bigger risk when we have no idea what's ahead of us, but we do feel compelled to go. And me personally, I'm tired of being afraid to fall forward. Tired of missing out on blessings that have been waiting for me for a very long time. Tired of wasting time. I am 35 years old and my wife and I 
over the last few years just found each other. There are some people who were blessed to know each other since they were kids, high school, college, which is where we met, but we just got married. And we sometimes assume that we have the rest of life to figure things out, to enjoy, to fully embrace, but we don't because it's not promised. It's not promised. One thing that I have to remember is that when it comes to God, whether I live, whether I die, it is all for the greater good. I can live here on earth and fulfill his will and live a life of praise. Oh, I could die and praise for the rest of my life, for the rest of eternity. On earth as it is in heaven, you know? So that means it's not just heaven that we go to experience the best of life. We can experience it here. We can experience it here because God's presence is accessible. And it is definitely accessible when you release that which causes so much restraint on your life and prevents you from moving forward, from falling forward. And I had to get rid of that because with faith and with strength comes so many opportunities. But most importantly, with obedience come so many opportunities. And if obedience means me completely relinquishing control, if it means that, then so be it. And I'm willing to do that. I'm definitely willing to do that. Didn't expect to make this a, a long podcast. Uh, I didn't interview anybody this this time specifically because I wanted to touch base on something that uh, I've been dealing with, something that I'm pretty certain I'm not the only one uh, who encountered this idea. I did, did want to say this lastly to the men. I wanted to say that it's okay to feel weak. It is okay to feel unwanted. It is okay to feel as if you're failing. Because the moment you admit that, the more and the more transparency you create, the more room you leave for improvement. Uh, Les Brown, who's a famous motivational speaker, stated that practice does not make perfection. Practice makes room for improvement. Because no matter how long you are alive, you can always do better. Always do better. My goal is to be a better individual, to be a better writer, be a better employee, probably one day even be a better employer, uh, be a better potential father, be a better husband, be a better brother, son, cousin, friend, mentor, student, be better at everything that I do because this is the only shot I have. It's the only shot. If you were given one opportunity, 
And that one opportunity was you falling forward. Like there were no other options. Just imagine how well you will fall, how well you plan to fall if that was your only choice. I was reminded recently that our primary objective as individuals and as Christians are to praise God. Now, a lot of us, just like me, thought that meant to be praising him in the midst of singing, instrumentation, upward arms and open hearts and closed eyes. That's what I thought that what it, it meant to worship God. It, it is an aspect of it, but it isn't the only way. You can praise God where you are, where you work. You can praise God in your marriage. You can praise God in your relationships. You can praise God in the store simply by offering help. You can praise God in serving. And that's something that we constantly have to remember is that we are always praising God in everything that we do. And you can also praise God in failing. You can praise God in falling because you're praising him knowing that he is going to fulfill your heart's desires as long as they align with his will. You know that he's going to be present. You know that he's going to be consistent. You know that he's going to catch you. That's praise because you're praising him for something that he always does, which is never fail. So I hope this podcast episode has helped you in any any way. Every time I do something like this, I'm not just talking to people who are listening. I'm talking to my I'm talking to myself because I still have much more room for improvement. I still have much to learn. Like Adrian and myself stated, all this is new for us. Being a spouse is new. Joining lives is new. Trusting each other is new. It's new. Um, we have been so used to live in certain ways as single people, but now we have to join and merge. And that can be very messy because you start seeing aspects of yourself that you thought nobody else paid attention to, nobody else cared for. But we are in a situation where it's not just one person in the boat, it's both of us. And we have some work to do and we're willing to do that. But... Um, I do hope that when you, when it comes time for you to stand on the edge and it's time for you to fall, make it beautiful, do it well, do it courageously, do it astoundingly, do it to the best of your ability, fall at a hundred percent, yo, fall, fall forward. Because if you fall back, you just might stay there. And I know you don't want to stay there for a while. The people of Egypt, when they left in Exodus, they were falling forward. They didn't know where they were going. Here they are walking through a wall, walking between walls of water, where they are walking on dry land, where water used to be and completely consumed. Imagine walking through that saying at any moment these walls can fall and I can drown. That is a possibility. But God promised them deliverance. And he never breaks his promise. 
never. He may fulfill them in a way that we do not like or are not fans of, but he never breaks his promise. Never. So fall forward and allow God to catch you in a way that only he can because he loves you and he's the only one that knows what you're capable of. He's the only parent that fully knows his children for he knew of you when you were in your mother's womb. He knew you. He knew you. So uh, you all have a wonderful day. Enjoy your Halloween. I know a lot of you are obviously going to hear this after Halloween, but um, if you can, enjoy yourself. Eat your candy. Watch your movies. Um, and that was one thing that I wish I could have, which is the witch's stew. It is a, it's a mixture of vegetables and I think maybe some meat or something, but um, I think it's witch's brew. I think it's witch's brew. I was introduced to it in elementary school and they made it and they handed it, you know, they let the kids eat it. And I was like, this is so good. So, um, yeah, enjoy yourself. Uh, you all be safe. And uh, if you haven't already, next week, you know, go out and vote. Uh, this is very important. Uh, no matter what happens, remember that you have a responsibility to do what's best for you, your family, and your community. But your family comes first. Remember that. Your family comes first. Before we can do anything on the outside, we have to focus on the inside. And I think we uh, a lot of times we try to do things backwards. Uh, but, you know, do what God leads you to do. Uh, but at the same time, pay attention to his word. Live by it. Make sure that you're filtering your thoughts, your decisions, what you say, how you execute them. Make sure they're filtered through his word so that that's all you see. Because if we lean upon our own understanding, I'm telling you, things will come to a ruin. So... Uh, I wish you all the best. I say this because I say it to my family and my wife all the time. I love you forever. I like you for always. As long as I'm living, my people, you'll be. So I'm not going to tell you which book that came from. I'll look it up. And it's a classic. It's a book that I, my mom and I grew up on. Well, my mom read it to me as a little boy. She used to read it to me every night. And uh, it's a saying that we say you know, amongst the family members. Um, so, and now I get to say it, I say it to my wife and one day, uh, Lord willing, get to say it to our kids. So, um, you all have a good one. Peace. Yo, thank you for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories. <laughs>